Great start to the series for the Apple Sox as they pick up a 2-1 victory over the Kelowna Falcons on Tuesday night at Elk Stadium. I'm Joel Norman, and what a start for the Apple Sox, getting things started off the right way. Wodachi only scored two runs, but able to get the job done. Riley Sinclair solid in his third start of the season, allowing one run in four innings on two hits, walked three and struck out three, but the real story was the next man who came on in relief for the Apple Sox, Evan Canfield. He went the distance after Sinclair exited. Five scoreless innings of relief from Canfield. No runs, three hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts. Two down, the pitch from Canfield. It's in there for called strike three. He allows back-to-back hits to open up the inning and then strikes out three consecutive hitters after that. This pitch is down on the bottom edge of the strike zone for called strike three. Punch out number six of the ball game is out number one on the seventh for Evan Canfield. And this pitch in there for called strike three. Another punch out for Canfield. His seventh of the ball game is out number two of the seventh inning. Runner at second. He's the tying run. Canfield checks a couple times. Now comes home. The 0-2 swung on and hit out to center. Apodaca is there. He makes the grab. And the Apple Sox win the series opener. Five scoreless innings and eight strikeouts in that span from Evan Canfield as the Apple Sox pick up a 2-1 to victory over Kelowna on Tuesday night. He was phenomenal in this one, and the Apple Sox able to pick up the win thanks to his great effort in relief. Matt Hallback hit a go-ahead solo home run for the Apple Sox in the fifth inning and hits it out to left field. This ball is going back, and it is over the fence for a home run. Matt Hallback with a solo shot to open up the fifth inning, and he gives the Apple Sox a lead on this line drive home run. It's 2-1 to one Wenatchee after he smacks one over the left field fence for his first home run of the summer. The dugout out of its first base side to greet him, and Hallback has given the Apple Sox the lead here to open up the fifth inning. That proved to be the difference after it all got started in the first inning. Wenatchee getting on the board first. The RBI single from Michael Davini in the frame. Beerstow comes set. Long look in. Kicks and fires. Davini swings and pops one out towards center. This ball will drop in for a base hit. Apodaca had to wait. He will come in to score. Center fielder Stone wasn't quite sure if it would get in or not, but it does. And Davini picks up a base hit to drive in the first run of the ball game. But Colonna would answer back in the bottom of the half after that, and then Hallback would get the run in the fifth, and that was all they needed. Apple Sox win the series opener against the Colonna Falcons with a 2-1 to triumph on Tuesday night at Elk Stadium. We're joined now on the postgame show by the head coach of the Wenatchee Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington. Mitch, you had to be nervous a little bit late in this game with how things were going, but uh, talk to me about your confidence in your right-hander, Evan Canfield. You've talked about him before as being a weapon out of the bullpen. It's kind of like that starter who can also relieve and go the distance and uh, go the distance he did tonight, tossing the final innings. Yeah, we have uh, we, we sat down with Evan actually today, and we were just talking with him and saying, "There's no doubt you're you're good enough to be in our starting rotation." But um, you know, he's like you've like I've said before, you know, he's just a weapon out of the bullpen. He's so valuable for us to have. Where you get into the fifth, sixth inning, and you got a lead, or even earlier than that tonight, I think it was the fourth. We uh, pulled Riley and went to him, and um, he can just go finish a game. You know, five innings of scoreless baseball, and um, you know, I don't know how many punch outs he ended ended eight, with, but eight in this one. Yeah, eight. Yeah, so just swing and miss stuff, and he, he fills it up, and um, it's just it's just so valuable to have as a coach in your bullpen. 
Talk to me about your decision to send him back out for the ninth. Four strong innings before that. Was it kind of the, you know, I'll let you finish what you started here? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> that, that's that's the toughest, one of the toughest decisions in baseball is, you know, do I send a guy back out after he's, you know, been cruising like that for four and when you got Mason Philly in your bullpen? Um, but, you know, I just felt like, you know, Evan was was throwing so well and um, had been cruising and we just thought, you know what, let's, let's see if he can go win this thing for us and, we actually ended up getting Mason um, hot in the bullpen there and um, just kind of had him um, in the wings waiting if, if Evan got into any trouble. We talked over the weekend about how it was a struggle for both teams pitching-wise against the Ben Elks, and no game, it seems like, against Ben this season has had a ton of pitching. Pitching was the theme here tonight, though. We, we talked plenty about Canfield. Talk to me a little about about Riley Sinclair. I feel like he took a huge step forward today. Yeah, yeah. I thought he got into a little better of a rhythm and let his pitches work tonight. Um you know, the last few outings, he, he's been okay. He just hasn't gotten into that tempo and into that groove and let his pitches uh, play for him, you know, which is why he's had such short outings. But, you know, tonight, him going through uh, four or five complete, whatever it was there, um, w- was good for him. We, we got him extended up around 75, 80 pitches, um, which, is, which is the most he's thrown all summer. So trying to just keep building with every start with Riley. He's got really good stuff, and um, – He's just got to trust it, got to trust our offense to put up numbers and, and trust that he's got a good defense and let his stuff play. When your pitching has held teams to less than five runs, the last three times they've done it, they've won all of them. And all of them have been against Kelowna as well. It's so easy to say, you know, home to less than five runs, win the game. But, you know, how what does this mean to you? And what, what kind of message do you think this sends to the rest of the group when you guys get an effort like this on the mound? We, just, we have not had a ton of these to talk about this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after Sunday's loss with Bend, um, you know, Aaron Vaughn, our pitching coach, and um, really our whole staff, we just kind of preached we got we, – we just as a pitching staff have to have guys go out there and get in attack mode early and just go let their stuff play. It seems like all these pitchers are just um, finessing their stuff. They're not throwing it with conviction. They're not, they're not um, trusting their abilities, and they're just – there's too many walks and too many free bags, um, which just makes it tough. Like I told these guys, our lineup is good enough – to put up a big numbers on a nightly basis. You just got to go trust that you can just go let your stuff play and uh, and get in attack mode. We get in trouble when we walk guys and then next guy hits a double that scores a couple and, um, you know, just too many free bags. So I was really happy with the way we came out and just attacked hitters tonight, and, and that's what our, the rest of our pitching staff needs to do moving forward this summer. And it had to mean a ton that you guys were able to get the win with a great pitching performance on a night where your offense wasn't where it has been as of late. This has been a rapid-fire offense as of late, but today you get two runs, you get as many as you needed, but, you know, ten men left on base. What does that mean to have the pitching staff pick them up in this? Because, like we've said, there hasn't been many nights where it's been the pitching has been the reason why we won this game. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. As a a team in general, just the way you gel like that, um, you know, it seems like lately our offense has just been putting up ridiculous numbers and putting up – putting up a spot every inning you know and um the pitching staff has just kind of been getting beat up a little bit as of late but um it, it's nice tonight to have a, a time where you know the pitching staff carries us and, and goes and gets the win while uh, our offense kind of struggled with there with the with, with the two out hitting a couple of guys who had decent nights though michael davini and matt hallback let's start with davini uh it really began on sunday that three for four day two more hits for him tonight it looks like he's kind of turning a corner after a mid-season slump. What have you liked about him the last two games? Yeah, yeah, he um, he, he's a flat-out hitter, man. He just he just hits in the box. He he, he can he can swing it. Um, you know, it's a little unfair with the, with the the recent before you know the last couple games. His numbers. He had been coming off that ankle injury at Victoria. 
um, had been shut down for three or four days uh, and then had, was trying to get back in the groove. I'm, you know, I'm not fully convinced that he was healthy when he was telling me, Coach, I want to get back in the lineup there. Um, I, he just wasn't moving right. And so he, he had this week, and Ponce, um, Ponce at home played, a, played well for us and let Mike get some rest. And I think we're kind of seeing Mike Devini get back to uh, the old, his old self. Let's talk about Matt Hallback now hitting that line shot home run over the left field fence. Boy, pretty much since he got here, he's been the model of consistency for this team. Entered today, sixth best bat, fifth best bat, actually, Joey Chiroyama with the sixth best batting average in the WCL. What has Hallback meant to this team? Yeah, he's he's just a guy you build your lineup around, you know. Um, he's consistently been in our three-hole, and, um, I mean, even his outs are impressive. He He's typically just barreling up baseballs, hitting line drives across the yard, and, um you know, finally he was able to sneak one out over left field. It seems it seems weird to think that that was, I think, his first homer of the year. Um, but, you know, he's consistently just hitting the ball baseball hard, which uh, as a coach you want that in the middle of your lineup. Good things are going to happen when you got that going. You guys had gone two games without a home run. Were you guys getting a little bit stir-crazy after how crazy it had been before that? <laughs> yeah, I'd, you know, I'd, our guys like to swing it, man, but we'll take them any way we can get them. I know Fossil, after that one, the guy uh, kind of caught at the track there, couldn't believe that one didn't get out of the yard. And we, we, we hit a lot of baseballs hard tonight. We hit a lot of baseballs just right at guys, um, and, and that's just the way it works. That's, that's how this game is. It's This game is uh, it's not for the mentally weak, that's for sure. You guys have had games with Colono where you've scored a lot of runs. You've had ones like this, and as well as last Thursday, we've pitched really well. What would that mean for this all to kind of come together and get another series victory tomorrow? Yeah, it'd be huge. We um, we got Jack Moffat going tomorrow. Um, the only nice thing about this last weekend with uh, dropping a couple to bend at home is, you know, we had some starters that had to leave early due to pitch count, and we're just kind of getting beat up. And so, um, you know, we're going to be able to throw some new arms at Kelowna the next two days that they haven't seen um, and then get some other guys some much-needed rest, you know, Quincy Vassar a week off and get him back in there Friday um, and some guys like that just to give them a little more time to recover and, and also uh, throw some new arms at some of these teams. Mitch, we're looking forward to tomorrow. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Go get the series victory tomorrow. Absolutely. Thanks, Joel. That was Mitch Darlington after the Apple Sox picked up the 2-1 victory over the Kelowna Falcons. Before the game, I had a chance to catch up with Lee Souza, who was coming off of tossing three innings against the Bend Elks on Sunday, including not allowing any runs in the eighth and ninth innings. Give a listen. Lee, that was, a, that was a long weekend in a lot of ways, a long couple of days. That Sunday game was a bit strange. You went three innings in total in that game, but you started on the mound before we had the lightning delay, and you came back out there again afterwards. How did you kind of stay loose and ready to be ready to go once again after the delay? Well, I just threw twice, once with Gores and then another time with Andrew, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Then. So, I mean, that helps a little bit. And once the lightning ended, you came back out and you had two shutout innings after that. Um, was it the type of situation where you looked at things and you saw, okay, well, I'm still on the bump here. I've still got a job to do in a lot of ways, even though it's been a weird circumstance. Take me through what was going through your mind once you knew you were getting back out there. Oh, just to, like, it's baseball, just to get out and have fun. Usually that's how the game goes, you know, just throw strikes and get outs. Yeah keep it simple in that sense uh, you're heading into your sophomore year here at Yakima Valley College talk to me about your freshman year what were some things you're trying to work on or some things that you also like that you did really well this first year with the Yaks uh, I liked how like kind of like how the rotation went better I like the development I had more on my breaking balls and all of that and pretty much it that I know. what were some things you're working on this summer that this you summer, more like velocity wise type stuff and like Kind of 
on my changeup also too. Working on the changeup. Yeah. Though? Okay. Is it is it just you know trying to get more break on it so to speak? Explain that to a fan who's, when when they hear you're working on a pitch. What does that mean you're doing to work on it, so to speak? Kind of like more rotation on the ball. So like on my grip to like the pronation on the curve or no, kind of like on a changeup. Yeah. Go that way and try to see like if it has that kind of like that tail towards the end. That's what it, mine doesn't really, like have that right now. It's just slow, but it doesn't have that tail. So you I need the to, tail. Okay. Yeah. So are you throwing the changeup more in the summer because of that? Because you have this room where you know you're coming on the bump, you've got an opportunity to throw a certain pitch more. Are you working on that? Yeah. In games a lot then. Yeah, I've been working on that more in games too. Not not as much as I did back in like back at yeah. Because yeah. like, there's more opportunities to like work on. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm, it's actually getting a lot better though from like what it was two months ago. Okay. A lot better. That's, that's good to hear that. Yeah. So let's talk about that. We're chatting with Lee Sousa ahead of today's game between the Apple Sox and the Kelowna Falcons. Talk to fans about what some of the differences you've noticed from obviously pitching at the collegiate level at the NWAC compared to the West Coast League. The West Coast League kind of brings everyone from lots of different levels. But explain to fans one of the biggest things you notice between the differences of the, of the two levels. A lot more home runs and a lot more barrels. Hit. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, not just playing against Juco players, too. You're playing against like a lot of Division one athletes, too. Yeah. So it gets a lot of it gets a lot more tough against who you face and all that stuff. It's got to be kind of nice for you, for someone who's at the JUCO level, who's looking to get up to that level, to be facing these kind of guys, knowing when you go back to school, these are the things you have to work on. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. It, that it just kind of like helps with what you want to like your expectations too, like what you want to be and where you want to go to. Absolutely awesome. Well, Lee, thanks for joining us. A good job on the mound the other day. We'll talk to you again soon. You too. Thank you guys. That'll do it for this edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. The Sox take on the Kelowna Falcons again Wednesday and Thursday. A win either night will guarantee them a series victory and thus win the season series against the Falcons. Wenatchee, of course, won 2-3 last week at home and has won the series opener while looking to add to it. Make sure to tune into the action at 6.10 p.m. both nights at kcsyfm.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joel Norman, and this has been the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast.